Hello and welcome just a family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. My name is Melissa Crutchler. I'm your host. I'm also an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, creator and founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Go and check those out. My link is in the description. Today's episode has been sponsored by Family Martial Arts Academy, which is owned and run by our guest speaker. Um, they're offering you um, a... What is it called? I know it's defeat self-doubt. So I'm going to just ask Yeah, you. it's defeat self-doubt. And so we have a our confidence course, but it's confidence course on crack, right? Ooh. It's really to get you in there, not only just to, to, to say, oh yeah, I feel better, but like, this is why I feel better. And this is what I'm going to do about it class. And it's our four week course for us to really get in and get in there and help you find what's amazing about you right now. Not tomorrow, not like five weeks from now, but like right now. So yeah, it's our Ignite Your Inner Spark course. Oh, I like that. All right. So for anybody watching or catching the replay, you can absolutely download that. The link is in the description. Defeat self-doubt. So it is a confidence course on crack, which who doesn't want that, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, you can like and follow the show at justalivetv.com. You can find us at Just Alive TV across most social media platforms. Like, follow, give us a share, um, and help us give you something to talk about because that's what we're all about here at Just Alive TV. So, I'm going to hand it over to you today. We're talking about um, why don't you believe you're confident, and I think this is a huge topic. I'm going to hand it over to you, Tracy, to introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, and then we'll get jump right in. Yeah, we'll jump right in. So yes, my name is Tracy Huff and I am a confidence, I am the confidence coach. And um, I am the owner of a martial arts school in Fayetteville, North Carolina called Family Martial Arts Academy. And um, I'm an author of the book, How to Punch Failure in the Face, which is basically the system we use in our martial arts school to create confidence and create black belts. And um, well, about a year ago, a year ago, I really wanted to expand what we do, not just for the people that live in my geographic location, but I wanted to expand what I could do with confidence because that's my jam. That's what I'm about. Um, it's what I had to create for myself and what's what I get to create for my students. And so I went to expand my business to coaching and I started to talk to people about coaching and they said, well, what do you know about coaching? You're just a martial arts teacher. And I was like, just, just a, just a martial arts teacher. What? So yeah. Um, and so that's what I do now. So I've taken it and I've made it a duplicatable process for anyone that wants to be more confident and feel good about who you are right now with the skills that you have so that you can then take and expand on them and, and deliver like your unique gifts and skills to the world. That that's what we're about. That's what we do. Yeah. And it's needed. It's absolutely needed. We, we look everywhere and I'm going to jump right in. We yeah, do that. absolutely everywhere. And while we're looking at social media, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, um, Facebook, we're looking at all of these, these social media platforms, not even just in person, but social media has become the hugest one. And we look at magazines, we look at talk shows, TV shows, all of these things. And we're seeing this 
ideal of perfection, right? And this ideal of confidence. My husband today, he's like, why do you always wear tank tops? And I'm like, cause that's authentically me. I'm always wearing a tank top. It's like, what I wear. <laughs> like I'm always wearing a tank top. Yeah. Like, I said, it's authenticity. And I was talking to my own business coach today, because even though I'm a business mentor myself, I still have a business coach. That's right. We're all humans, right? We all suffer from the same afflictions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was talking to her today and uh, we were prepping. She was talking with me as I was prepping for today's episode. And I was like, oh, I'm stuck on the on the title. And so I read out my notes that I had taken during our pre-screening. And she's like right there. And it was why don't you feel confident or why don't you believe you're confident? Right. And we were talking about image and I said, you know, I don't wear makeup. I'm like, my hair is frizzy because of the rain that we had. Um, so my hair is all frizzy and it just poofs and goes absolutely, you know, frizz when it's, it's in the rain. Does. <laughs> That's yeah. right. North and, Carolina, very humid. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Get it. And then the tank tops and the, the no makeup, I do my nails. That's about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I love doing my nails, but I don't feel like I have to show up, you know, and, and I did battle this. So I'm going to backtrack. I did battle this. I've been in business six years, five or six years at this point. And it is insane how many times I've looked at people who outwardly show success or out, outwardly show like large followings and all of this. And I look at them and I see people who are made up and I see people who are, you know, head to toe makeup, dress clothes, all of these, right? Really fancy, really outgoing. And then you've got the ones that curse and swear. I worked with a business coach and she was very, um, very openly crude and, and vulgar. And that was her, that was her MO. Like that's, that's the way she was. Right. But it caught attention. And I, I even, I even mentioned a couple of weeks ago about how I had turned around and there was a, Oh, I totally lost my train of thought. There was a person that I had seen a while ago and they were just, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it, but I, you know, seeing, I'm just going to ignore that part, but yeah, I was going to say, but like what it shows up as, right. A lot of people misinterpret behavior. That's not confident behavior as confident behavior, because it shows up in always having to look perfect. It shows up in um, always having to have things a certain way. It shows up in maybe they're being a little bit of aggressive. So I think you're like, right on the money with that yeah 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 no and i now i see people oh this is what i had said is there are so many people who are sitting there and they show up authentically right and when they show up authentically they're like this way or that way or this way or that way and um this one woman she showed up authentically she was crying on her lot on her video she was posting tiktoks in her underwear and i don't know how many business coaches that i've gotten involved with who have done videos in their bathtub um and i'm just like i can't right, <laughs> like, right. i just can't but i love that they're so authentic and i think that that's what i show up and when when i show up i don't know how many people i've interviewed uh, for the pre-screening process, hundreds I've interviewed. And I've had so many people say, how are you so confident? Like, this is so easy for you, right? 
before I started the show, even now, up until two months ago, if I went to go do a pre-recorded video, I would be looking at the screen. It would take me like 50 tries, even one mess up. And I would be like, nope, delete, try again. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't like being on camera. I don't like being on video. I don't like hearing my own voice. I very rarely, if ever, will re-watch an episode or listen to an episode over again because I don't like it, right? And it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I've always struggled with my weight. I've always struggled with, you know, my outward appearance. And that had to do with, you know, I was made fun of. My family would comment on my weight and and my appearance and all of these things. And, yeah. you know, it just brings you, it, 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 it screws with your confidence. So now showing up authentically, people are coming to me and saying, you look so confident. And I'm like, but I wasn't. Right. I wasn't though. But you did the thing, right? So that's that's the misnomer about confidence is confidence is something you create. It comes from inside you. It has nothing to do with external things. Whether you're confident or not, I guarantee everyone, everyone, I don't care who you are that's listening to this right now, has some area of their life where they are the beast. They are the best at it. You can't tell them anything about anything when it comes to confidence in that area. And that's what you have to use. You got to look inside and say, I, I'm really good at this. And this is why I'm good at this. And then start doing the things you hate, right? Cause confidence is about action. It's about doing and failing. And like, I'm like you. So for me, the struggle was when I first started to pull it out of the school, when you come to my karate school, I do not have on makeup and I'm not wearing a sweater, right? I am wearing my uniform and my hair is usually pulled back just like this out of my face so that I can see what I'm doing. And I'm not, it's not a distraction from what I'm doing. And I used to struggle so much about like what I look like on camera. And then finally I was like, if they come to the karate school, they are not going to see this. They're going to see that. And once I made that connection, I don't care about videos anymore, right? Because I'm. it's not, the person that's judging me based on what they're seeing isn't someone that I can help anyway. Nope. And that's exactly it. And I'd rather show up authentically me and comfortable and confident because yeah. I make my confidence. I get to decide. Yeah, I was gonna say, so what was the switch for you? Like what, like, it's not like um, all of a sudden you woke up and go, poof, I'm doing this. I'm gonna be on TV every day. I'm gonna interview. That was it. Was it? Okay, that talk it. Okay. Know about so, that because that's like how other yeah. people can find it for sure. Okay, Let's- so here's how I started the talk show. So- okay. Over the last year and a half, I've been noticing that. So I actually did an interview series quite a while ago. Okay. I was doing four hour lives and I was, you know, I was doing videos daily and it was, it was easier and I, it was new for me and I did it. But okay. if I would stand up, I went and did a, a presentation at my then local uh, chamber of commerce mm-hmm. and I'm like in tears. I'm all sweaty. I'm like doing it. And they're like, you're good. You're good. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Uh, And I've always been that way. Right. Right. Um, Even I can remember back in, in grade school when I tried out for a play in elementary and it was like, nope, mm -mm." I'm like crying and (laughs) I'm just not doing it. And then I, I, was having an issue, not with, um, 
more so with comparison rather than competition. And I was looking when I first started getting into business, I, it was like, I had to compete with people. I felt like I was competing with people and I'm like, you know what? Screw this. Like, instead of competing with people, I'm going to showcase people. Oh, I like and that. so I did, a, I did an interview series. It was called Melissa's Monday Madness. And we did it every Monday and I interviewed other entrepreneurs who were following their passion. Okay. And so I did that. I had a decent sized following on Facebook that where I would do, you know, live videos and live readings because I'm also a psychic intuitive medium. So I would do live card readings nice. for our Facebook lives. FYI, Facebook will cut you off at four hours. They will give you a little <laughs> countdown for the last like five minutes and then they cut you off. Then they cut um, just so everybody knows, or at least that was what it was like then. Mm. Um, and then over the last year, even me sitting down, even when I'm massively um, excited and feeling good about, you know, what I'm doing, I get inspiration. And then I, I just don't go online. I'm like, well, all the kids are here and my husband's here and all the animals are doing this and I don't look that great. And what if I screw up? And even now I still question that, right? Where I'm, I get inspired and then I don't do it. And if I don't do it right away, I'm not going to do it. That's just right. the type of person I am, especially. Well, that's the hum that's human nature, right? Because we're going to find all of the reasons. I was just having a talk with a, a friend of mine um, today. We, we usually do a meeting on Fridays, and and I was telling him, you know, that you've got it. You've got to do the stuff that scares you, because we're going to give ourselves reasons to not do it. We're going to always put it off because it's uncomfortable, and and you know, we no one wants to be uncomfortable. And that's why I love martial arts. And that's why I combine the martial arts with, with the confidence, because that's just getting in a state of being comfortable, not knowing what you're doing, just trusting that you are going to do it anyway, and you're going to be you and you learn how to trust yourself and show up in the way that's authentically you. That's what's so great about it. And, and loving who you are when you do that. Right. We get to see that all the time when we're doing our classes and you just kind of just like took the bull by the horns and did it. But other people need a safe environment to do that. They need they need a place that feels like they're going to have people there that can see it for you. And you know this because you interview a lot of people and I get to do a podcast every week um, elevating amazing women is that most of the, the most amazing women you will ever meet don't think they're that special. No, they don't at all. No, and that's they, the thing. Yeah. We, we are, look at, and I, I know I mentioned Einstein quite a bit. And you look at Einstein, that, he was crazy looking. Like, I mean, he, like the, the, the white hair fro, the stash, the all of it, right? And it was like, you look at him and you're like, you're a genius, like absolute genius. And you look at everybody who, not everybody, but a good majority of the smartest people in the world don't look all put together. They don't look like they're models or they're professionals. They look like they're people who put everything they have into their passion and don't give a shit what you think about. Yeah. Yeah. Now my, my hairdresser, um, but she, she does her passion. She's amazing with hair. And she's amazing with that. So like her passion is looking good. So she's kind of got the best of both worlds. <laughs> but for those of us that, you know, when I'm, when I'm at my best, when, when I'm, I'm teaching and I'm, I'm doing things, I'm sweaty. 
you know, I'm loud. Um, you know, my hair ends up being crazy. We did an event last weekend with um, a bunch of teenage girls and we, they had this cool like photo booth set up. Yeah. I look like I just ran five miles. I'm like, oh, I look horrible. Why are you guys telling me my hair was like this? Because like, we're into what we're doing. It makes sense. But, you know, loving yourself anyway, I think is the key. And, and surrounding yourself with people who don't hold that as a standard. Because I mentioned my hairdresser, because, and Sally, if you're, if you're seeing this, you know you said this to me. She said, uh, I, didn't, I didn't make it my priority. So like you can, I mean, right now, I need to go to the hairdresser. I'm not gonna lie. I need to go to the hairdresser. It hasn't been my priority. And that's okay, right? It's okay that it hasn't been my priority because I've been so focused on some of the other things that I'm creating. I think we just have to start cutting each other some slack and allowing us to, not have that as a priority and let it be okay, yep. you know, and, and, and supporting each other in what we are delivering and what we are doing for each other. Cause, cause that's the key. We don't give ourselves enough grace. We don't no. give ourselves enough. I like that you use grace. I like that you use the word grace. And you know what? It's a very popular word right now because I see a lot of people who are um, a lot of the interviews we've done have, they've been like, talking about grace right and talking about how you know we need to give ourselves grace we confidence is internal and, and I'm trying to get on to sorry if it looks like I'm not paying attention I'm trying to get um onto my chat and it's not letting me onto the chat which is really irritating me so I apologize if I'm missing any any comments um it is, <sighs> but I like, I mean, I didn't know grace was a buzzword, but I mean, not just giving ourselves grace, but doing it for other women. Cause we can be the worst to each other, mm-hmm. right? We can be the worst to each other. Um, instead of understanding like if, you know, if you're a mom or you're a grandma, like I'm both, yay, I'm both. If you're a mom or a grandma or you're a wife or you have a boyfriend or whatever, like you are, when you, when you recognize another woman that is in that moment of stress, like I always tell the, the parents that I get to work with, I don't, I can just look at your face and it takes me right back to when my kids were like small and I was running my company and, and working and doing everything because my husband was deployed. I, it doesn't take anything but that expression on their face for me to feel that stress, right? And giving each other, like acknowledging that and helping without asking if they want our help because we're proud. We're going to say, no, I got this. No, I'm okay. No, I'm fine. No, because everyone's supposed to do that, right? We're not supposed to ask for help. We're not supposed to have a moment to cry in the closet, right? We're not supposed to have those moments. But if we if we can acknowledge it and recognize it in each other and just be that for each other, that is a world that I want to live in. Like that is a space that I want to be in. And we get to choose it every day. We get to choose it every day, wherever we go, that we can be that for each other. And when you start acting on that, because I love what you said, Melissa, is what got you out of your stuff was that you wanted to showcase other people. And so because you were showcasing other people, you didn't care about you anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's often one of the first ways to start building, taking that step towards confidence is to do something for someone. Yeah. And that's what this show is. Yeah. So- The Melissa's Monday Madness was a few years ago now, and I had a lull in between. I had a podcast, I, you know, did all these things. And then 
November, October, November hit mm-hmm. and of, of this past year of 2021. And I'm sitting there and like I was saying over the past year, I've had conversations and I've just been realizing that my strength lies in having conversations. It's talking to people. And so, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was looking online and, and I started a Facebook group a couple of years ago and it was the Women Supporting Women Can Network, right? And it's, it's a Facebook group. And what ended up happening is I kept seeing all of these Facebook groups that I'm in and every single one of those Facebook groups, it was people sharing their story to sell, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It was, I'm telling my story. This could be you come and join me. And it was all sales tax tactics, right? And I've been watching this for six years. Yeah. And I thought about it and I'm like, one, I love talking to people about what they're going through. I love helping them through that. That's literally what all of my businesses are about. And then I was sitting there with my husband and I'm like, you know, I want, I want to talk about the hard topics. I want to talk about things that people aren't talking about. I want to talk about things that don't, you know, isn't me just hosting people going, Hey, buy my program or take my course or come join me for coaching. I didn't want it to be all about that. And so I, I was listening to the song, giving you something to talk or something to talk about. Bonnie Bonnie Ray. Bonnie Ray. Okay. I love that song. And so I'm thinking about it and I'm like, I need to give people something to talk about. Okay. I want to start conversations. I want people to feel loved and supported and free from judgment. You look at Mama Jade on TikTok. That woman is so supportive. So wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject. Same topic there. I was um I did like the Netflix um surprise me, and they put in the Lizzo the Lizzo um reality show. Mm-hmm. I told everybody I met for like three days that that inspired me about the authenticity. If, and so if you haven't watched, I mean, that's a plug for Lizzo's show, but it was so inspirational for the same reason, yeah. right? Cause they were just celebrating who they are with all of their awesomeness, right? Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. It was, it was like, it inspired me and freed me in a completely different way. It was just awesome. It was great. And we don't do that enough. Now, the points that I wanted to make a little bit earlier when I kind of zoned out there. So I apologize to everybody. I've been zoning out lately because I'm trying to get things tweaked. We need more tweaks lately. Um, but what, what, what it comes down to is number one, being confident is a mindset. Your confidence comes from within. It doesn't come from other people. I can talk to you or teach you how to find your own confidence, but I can't give you confidence. I can't make you confident. And if there's anybody out there subscribing to make you confident, it does not work. We can teach you how to be confident by finding that within yourself. Because that's the only way to find confidence. Well, or helping you find the things that create the space that allow you to create it, right? Because people can be like Melissa, they can just like make that decision and do it. But, but some of us need more support. Mm-hmm. Some of us need that, like, if I fall on my face, that it's not going to be a, oh, she fell on her face. It's going to be like, yes, you fell on your face. Let's do it again, right? Yep. A supportive place. Now you don't know what not to do. 
yeah, let's not do that again. Let's do something else. Or like, oh, we were so close. Let's do this again, but let's change this. So like finding those things and it can be anything. My personal tool, martial arts, it's my personal tool. Um, that's why I love the board breaking thing. It is one of the fastest ways to prove to someone that they can do something that they didn't think that they can do. Now, what breaks my heart is when I have like a three-year-old or a four-year-old come in there and tell me that they can't do something, right? Because they should be, they're the superheroes, right? Yeah. But it's one of the things that it's a very physical, visceral way for me to tell you in 20 minutes, I can teach you how to break that board. And then when they do that, they, they didn't believe me, but then after they do it, not only did they believe me, but now they believe them Yeah. because right? they've done something that they walked in the room, not thinking that they could do. Yep. Right. And finding whatever that is. So it could be, I don't know, Melissa, what do you do? What do you do to create that space for yourself? Right there. You just gave me right there. Just the perfect analogy. When we go through life, we have all of the, and this is what kills your confidence for anybody watching. This is what kills your confidence. Number one, it's believing the things other people say believing what they say about you, believing what they say about other people, believing what the media says, you believe everybody else, number one. Number two is as we go through life, whenever we have those fall on your face moments, whenever we have the hiccups, whenever we have the failures, I yeah. love those moments because those teach us what not to do. That's right. We know. As, <laughs> yeah, as we go through those, Every single one of them are a little ding to our confidence, a little ding. And every time we have one of those little dings, it removes the trust we have in ourselves. Yeah. But like you said earlier, it's a mindset. So mm -hmm. if you change how you look at failure as a tool, like failure isn't like, um, it's my favorite Winston Churchill quote, which of yep. course I can't come out now, but you know, failure is not final. I mean, it's not fatal. It's not final. It's what you choose it to be, right? It's what you choose yep. it to be. If you can start changing how your relationship to what that looks like, then everything's an opportunity. Yeah. Everything's a way to get better. Everything is a way to build it and everything. And then it's just like anything else. Like everyone's gone to the gym and like, you know, the trainer that's pushed you and pushed you. And then you, you go for like three weeks and things are easier. It's the same thing with your confidence. It's all based on the actions that you take and your reaction to what shows up. Cause the other thing people don't realize if you're successful, Ray Dalio and his, his principles of success draws, um, success, draw success like everyone thinks success is like a line right but he draws success like squiggle because that's what success looks like you just don't see it you don't see the squiggles you see everyone's like trajectory right um not okay not that I watch Netflix a lot but but I kind of watch Netflix when I'm working late at night so again Netflix surprised me with JLo's documentary her halftime, which I never would have watched on my own. But this is what I learned. Like when you think of JLo, what do you think? Success, mm -hmm. longevity, accolades. But watching that, you realize that she has done so much in her career she's never gotten credit for. That because she started her career off as a dancer, she has to fight to get the roles that she gets and then doesn't get the acknowledgement for the performance that she has. And, and, and so when you look at that, it just shows you that what we think is someone's like, oh yeah, they've made it. Even wherever she is in her journey, she still struggles. Mm -hmm. She still 
fails. She still has to combat things in herself and other people's perceptions and all of that. So I like to watch those things because we need to remember, it doesn't matter where, where you are, as successful as you are, you're going to fail. You're going to have struggles. People aren't going to believe you can do stuff. And it doesn't matter what you show them or teach them. If you don't believe it, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. It won't matter. You know, that we're, we, we've got to believe it first. And that's, that's, a, it's just, we've been taught this way. I don't know who taught us this. Maybe, I don't know, advertisement. But we've been taught that this is what it looks like when it's a big fat lie that we buy into, that we can just stop buying into, you know? Yep. If we could just see ourselves and, and that's, that's where I was going with that last one, right? Is we have all these little dings against our confidence. And as we get all of these dings, we lose trust in ourselves and we start to believe what everybody else has to say. So when you do your 20 minute lesson of you can do this, you can break that board. They're thinking, no, I can't. This is going to be a waste of time. It's not going to happen. And then they break the board. And then it's like, maybe the things I've been saying to myself aren't true. And that's huge. That, that's one of the number one stepping stones to confidence right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then the next time that you, that you go to do something, and, and we do it in our team building events because I send them home with a trophy, right? Because when you go back to work or you go back to house and, and you start sharing some of the things that you want to do with people and they start telling you what they've always told you, I want them to have a physical representation of the lie because you did that. Mm-hmm. And if you did it once, you can do it twice. Yep. And that it doesn't matter if the people around you believe that you could do it or not. Who cares? You believe you do it. You did it. Now do it again. And I want them to have that physical thing to just at least acknowledge, all right, maybe I can do this here too. Or maybe I can do that there too. And just being willing to put, the, you put yourself out there to do it. I do that. I tell my students that all the time. We were talking about this in, um, with one of our uh, podcast people today is that is that when you do that, when you, when you do that and you like invest in yourself. So even though you do your show and you're doing it now, and I do that, and I talk and I speak, there's always another level that we can do that scares us. Yeah. Right. And that when we go and do that level and do that next thing and do something that scares the crap out of us, we learn the lessons to take back to our students to help them. Cause then we recognize it. Because sometimes when you get really good at something, you forget what that feels like. But if you keep putting yourself in that, oh no, oh my gosh, oh, I don't want to do this. And you do it anyway. When you're, when you're working with, with people and you're in that, you're like, I know where she's thinking. I know what's happening right there. Let me help them through that. That's like the power in continuing to live there. It's because you can go back and bring people with you so that they can do more, right? It's like uh um, man of the house, the pulpit of positivity, right? <laughs> like the more you do it, the more you create, the more you create, the more we create it, right? It's just like this big ripple effect that we, we get to do if we choose it, yep. right? And that's the power of, of choosing it and knowing that it can be done. It's kind of gets me excited if you can't tell just a little yes. bit. 
I love it. You know what? I, it, it excites me too, because if we just understood what created confidence and how we can create confidence in ourselves, it's life-changing, right? It, it's not just sitting around waiting for it to happen. It actually happens, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things that we do is we look for confidence building outside of ourselves. And like I said, while people like Tracy and I can help you find your confidence, it's still, you have to do the work. It's still within yeah. you. Yeah. Now, there's no button. Like if, if it were Melissa and I would be like, I don't know what size you want to be, but you know, I'd be, I'd be the 18 year old version of myself again. If there's an easy button to do, bloop, done. I'd right? be the way I was before I had my first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there is, and it's always the way, I mean, it's just the principle. You've got to do the action and do it consistently and do it when you don't feel like it and do it when it scares you and, and keep doing it. And then the other thing too, and Melissa kind of touched on it when she was talking about like the way her family like talked about her to her is that you got to surround, like you got to surround yourself with the people. I was teasing someone to say, I was going to go around and be their like personal woohoo girl, like, woo you know, but you got to surround yourself with people that are going to support you and, and, and help you when you believe the stuff you're saying about yourself, like I suck, I'm not good. This is, you've got to surround yourself with people that'll like do the equivalent of a slap and say, get out of your head, get it done, yep. go do it. Cause that's just as important. Like, if, cause you've got to have that reinforcement. Kim Walsh Phillips from Powerful Professionals says it like this. She says that you can't read the label from inside the bottle. And I, I just love that analogy because when you're so close to something, you don't see it clearly. You just can't. Yeah. And so you need those people that are outside of there going, no, that was great. Or no, that really did stink. And this is how we can make it better. Right. But you need that support to keep your mind where it needs to be so that you can keep taking the action. So definitely get your woohoo girls going, get your environment going, get your, your habits going. Yep. What I think people don't realize too is that, you, you know, you were saying about being the woohoo girl, right? We go through our adult life and in, even our childhood and the comments like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy. You know, I'm stupid. I'm slow. I'm fat. I'm ugly. Whatever, whatever it is that you're saying to yourself, you are your number one cheerleader. You just don't realize it. Right. I launched the Empowered Warrior Women Challenge, and it's an entire program. And it's specifically for that. It's finding your power. It's finding your courage, your confidence, being your own number one support system. And I think when we get back to our own identity, and one of the main things, and I tell all of my clients this across the board, mm -hmm. is I want you to look at a mirror or take a selfie, right? Look in a mirror or take a selfie and look at the selfie. Either way, whichever one works easier for you because <laughs> it's not gonna work the same for all of them. Right, right, right. But when you're looking at that picture, think of the things that you're saying. Think of the things that you're, that you're thinking about yourself. What are you thinking about that person looking back at you? What are you thinking about their appearance? Look into their eyes and say, who are you? Who, you know, what, what do you like? What do you enjoy? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Find out who that person is and 
start getting rid of the thing, the shit you're talking about them because you're literally talking shit about yourself. Yourself, yeah. And I always, I always tell people too, kind of going on that thing is, and if you're not sure, you can't come up with something positive. Ask the people around you to say, why, why are you my friend? Like, why do you hang out with me? What do you like about me? And I think you, they're always surprised by the answers because sometimes we even struggle to find that positive thing. You know, we struggle to find that positive thing. And, and when, when you hear other people's opinion, now, of course, not everybody's, but you want to do it with your, your inner circle. When you hear what people think about you, I think you'll be amazed and you'll be like, are they talking about me? And what's, you know, it's, it's always so eye-opening, eye-opening. Um, where I was going with that too, is one of the things that you can do is we all have loved ones. We all have the best friend, our, you know, daughter, son, partner, parent, sibling, whatever that looks like. Think of the person that you unconditionally love. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You unconditionally love them, right? And you will love them and protect them. Think about that person and that person is up on a stage and up on that stage, they have people surrounding them that are pointing out all their flaws, all of these negative, nasty comments. Think that they're saying to that person, everything that you're saying to yourself, is that going to change how you feel about that person? Most likely not. You're still going to love that person because you unconditionally love that person and nothing anybody says is going to change that. So if you are from the day you're born to the day you die, you are your number one constant. Nobody else is going to go from birth to death with you. It's just not going to happen. Nobody else is going to be with you 24 hours out of every day for your entire life. So if you are your number one priority and your number one support system, and you start showing that to yourself and unconditionally love yourself, we don't have to like everything about us. I don't like the fact that, you know, I'm overweight. I don't like the fact that I have stretch marks so that my, you know, my teeth aren't perfectly white, whatever that looks like. I don't have to like that. I don't like my double chin and I'm okay with that, but I still love myself. I still show up. I still go out. I go out in public. I still wear what I want within reason, of course, because I I have my own style. Um, But I still do all those things because I unconditionally love myself. My faults or flaws, as other people would call them, are just a part of me and how I express myself. Your confidence is your self-expression. It's the way you treat yourself. It's the way you show how much you love yourself. Your confidence is like we said at the beginning of this episode, doing the things even though you're scared to because they're better for you. It's not doing things that are absolutely scary because they're supposed to be scary. It's doing things that maybe, you know, you're like, what are people going to think? What are people going to do? What are they going to say? Are they going to attack me? I did four hour lives as a psychic intuitive meeting doing card readings and the amount of negative comments I got called a crackpot and I I got called you name it Satan harbinger of death all of these things and I didn't let it stop me I also didn't react because that's their opinion Mm -hmm. yeah I shared this um earlier today my favorite if you've never if you've never heard of T. Harv Ecker he does um coaching in a mainly wealth mindset but he he has this quote that I really, 
I really, really internalized to kind of do that because if people hate you, it has nothing to do with you, but how you make them feel around you. And if people love you, it has nothing to do with you, but how you make them feel around you. So either way, how you are, whether they like you or hate you has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them and what they're saying to themselves about themselves around you, you know? And so it helped me release that and um, and, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt that people cannot make you feel inferior without your consent. Like we have to give them the permission to do those things to ourselves. And we're just saying, choose not to do it. And it's like a confidence is like a seed, right? It grows. And so sometimes the, the step is small, right? Like the step, the stuff that Melissa does, you know, being on video and the stuff that I do with talking in groups, it's small to, I mean, it's easy for us because we've done it for a long time. Um, but it's as small as today, I'm going to, you know, I've got some people that are afraid to drive. I'm going to drive my car an extra block today, or I'm going to do this thing for an extra two minutes. It doesn't, they're not, they don't have to be humongous actions. They just small, just a small change. And then a smaller change and just incremental is, is where I think other people lose the fact when they're building confidence, they think they have to take these big, bold actions and it's not, it's what works for you and helps you plant the seed. And then with every action that you take towards it is watering it. Yeah. And then every action waters it and it grows and grows and grows from there. And then, you know, build it that way. So that's, I think the other big thing is people don't realize it's built over time and it can take as much time as it takes. The only timeline is yours. No one else's. You know, and that goes back to what we were saying about grace. If you're seeing someone in that struggle, water their confidence. Don't snuff it out. Don't rip it out by the roots. You know, when you see them, support them, uplift them, highlight them, help water that seed of confidence for them, right? Because if we're all, if I think if we're all living authentic selves and all of us were living our gifts, and doing what we're really good at because it made us feel good about who we are. I'm just excited. That's my personal mission to create in as many children, families, adults that I can is to build the confidence to be who they, they want to be. Not who someone told them they're supposed to be. We all already have our roles assigned to us. Mom, business owner, housewife, wife, friend, you know. Yeah, and those are not taking it and. No, they're not. They're not. And taking it and putting yourself into that role is what makes it fun and exciting and diverse and getting all the different perspectives. Because what, thank God, I I always thank God for the people that, that love to do the things I hate, right? So I don't have to learn how to do them. I can focus on doing the things that I love. And, and still being, getting more knowledge and still learning and still investing, but it doesn't mean I have to be the expert over there because there's somebody on this planet who was made to be the expert over there that I can then water their confidence by saying, thank you. Thank you for being the expert in that. Cause I hate that. Yep. Right. Just like some people are saying, Alyssa, thank you for being the expert in that. Cause I hate that. Right. But you get to do it 
because that's your jam. Confidence is my jam, you know, building it, this is what I do. And so other people are like, I hate that, but that's what, that's what makes it great. Yep. And going further on something you said is I was, I was having a conversation with my daughter, even last night again. And we've had this conversation multiple times and, and there's days where she's being a bully. There's days where she is a bully. And, you know, no matter how anybody treats you, they don't deserve, you know, it retaliated all the time. Now, not to say there aren't times where we should retaliate, but at the same time, I was going to say you're talking to a martial artist. So like, you know, I just say I'm only what you make me, you know, just, Mm -hmm. you know, just don't make me defend myself. I won't have to, but yeah. Yeah, like this, um, it's, it's the energy thing, right? They yeah. don't deserve your energy. But with that is for people who have experienced being bullied um, in whatever way, shape or form, if you've been treated like shit, you have two choices. You can either raise above those people and love yourself and live your life and not let it go, but process it and do what we do and use that knowledge use that tools use the confidence regardless of what they've said use it to your benefit to make you stronger the second option and this is where majority of society goes is you intentionally not intentionally you become worse than your aggressor because you have a choice to be better than them. And if you've been bullied or if you've been put down or if you've been put into a situation where you've been hurt and harmed, that situation, number one, I'm not gonna say is of your own creation, but again, like Eleanor Roosevelt said, you can only be hurt if you allow yourself to be hurt. And you do have a choice in that. The second part of that though, is that if you turn that around, and then you do the same thing to other people, you are now worse than that person because you know what it feels like. Now you're doing it to someone else. And society does that all the time, all the time. It's just like you, you know, we teach people how to treat us. We teach people how to treat us. Um, And so if we're, we're, we're accepting that treatment and we're not valuing ourselves, we're teaching people that that's okay. And it's not. And it's not, and bullying is so much worse. I, we were doing um, an article on self-defense and we were doing the statistics. We were updating the statistics from an article I had written a while ago and we were updating the statistics on it. And the statistics are so much worse on assaults and um, domestic violence and what's happening in the schools with bullying. Um, so much so that we've got to take a stand for ourselves, right? And and I think that's Melissa going to, I think we want to, we want to promote, Melissa and I both are in the same mind about this, is promote healing and being better. Healing, healing yourself when you, when you've had that, like she's had trauma with her family. I've had trauma with my family. You know, I was disowned when I was 18 um, because I fell in love with, some of my family didn't think that I should love. And um, they told me to conform and I told them no. And they didn't, they didn't speak to me. They still kind of don't speak to me. Um, and it's been 30 years, right? So 
I could have taken that, internalized that and created some hate around it, or I could have taken, I took it, I internalized it and I chose to recreate my family everywhere I go. So people will always say, I don't know a stranger because in my mind, everyone is my family because my family just threw me away like trash when I needed them the most. So like we can choose what we create from, from that trauma. You know, we, we can choose to be that, be better and to value ourselves enough to go find people to help us do that. Yeah. That is, and, and, and the, the thing is, and so me and Melissa here, the first time I shared that story, cause it, it's not a story I, sh- I was comfortable sharing before I wrote my book. When I shared it with a group of people that I've known for some people in that group have known me for like 15 years. A lot of them didn't even know that that happened to me. And we were talking about a group of 17 people, five, five women besides me in that group had the same experience. There's more that bonds us together than tears us apart. You know, we're all, we're all hurting and struggling from something. It may not be the same thing, but it still feels the same way when you're not valued. It still feels the same way when you're not heard. It still feels the same way when you're judged, right? So we can bond over that and create something stronger and teach and change the way that we do things. That's, that's, I think, where the power in the mediums that we have and the relationships and the groups and, and the great thing about where we are is we have the power to bond together to create something different. The question is, are we, or will we? We're not unpopular opinion. And this is going to shock people and it might come across, um, people are going to like it and people aren't going to like this opinion. And this is my personal opinion from what I've seen and my, and my, expertise in mindset and emotions and you know emotional well-being and mindset and how that coincides the biggest bullies in this world are created and they're created you look at the amount of mass shootings that have been global you look at the amount of you know mass murders and and all of these things those people who do that majority of them and and i've never worked with them i'm not gonna specifically talk about any any one of them but those people don't know how to cope with their emotions they don't know how to cope with their traumas they don't know how to cope with their emotions you look at many many abusers not not the victims but many abusers in domestic violence situations don't know how to cope with their emotions, never felt in control, and only became powerful and in control when they found somebody who was more vulnerable than they were. That's it. It's, it's insane. And that, that gives people a taste of power. We're not teaching people how to be confident in themselves. We're not teaching them how to cope with and, and process life's up and downs, their traumas, their, their, you know, peer pressure, their bullying. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a multi-pronged problem. Um, and when we, when I work with teams and we work with managers, I have to remind them that like, um, the people coming into the workforce in the last 15 years are, are not being taught things that we were taught. Like they're not being taught the coping skills. A lot of it is just some things that we've created by not allowing kids to fail. 
We're not teaching them how to deal with failure and how to build from that. Like by not allowing certain things, we're not, we're not teaching them by kids having and kids younger, by, by grandparents raising the kids. You know, there's just a lot of things that are, have changed in the last 15 years outside of the pandemic, not even to add that little extra layer that is not, is not being taught. We're not, we're not teaching the coping skills. We're not teaching how to ask for help. We're not teaching how to become resilient, right? So we've got the internet, we've got, I'm addicted. I mean, I'm not addicted, but I show whole, okay? When I have to think a lot, I watched a lot of Netflix, it's in my ear. But when that is the only interaction that we're giving and we're not teaching how to communicate, we're not teaching how to have conversations. Um, you know, when I think, cause I get to work with kids that we're seeing is, you know, they don't know how to have a conversation. You know, they don't know how to do what we're doing right here or what Melissa does or what I do when we're not, we don't have someone with us, how to have a conversation. It, they don't know how. So these are things that if you are in a position to teach them, teach them. Teach them how to do a handshake. Teach them how to look someone in the eye. Teach them how to, you know, interject themselves in a conversation. Teach them how to ask open-ended questions. You know, like, how was your day? How are you feeling? You know, like these are small things that we just don't do. They've kind of become, and then the pandemic, it made it worse um, with just not having the modicum of respect for each other as human beings, you know, just, you know, not respecting ourselves and not respecting each other enough to, to treat, treat each other like we want to be treated. And everything's become an outward, an outward society rather than an internal yeah. Right. And again, that comes down to, you know, the confidence factor. If you see people on social media and they're, and I've said it before on TikTok, you see these TikTok videos and I post TikTok individual, like I post videos and they're inspirational and they're talking about hard topics and look at the talk show, right? We haven't gone viral yet and that's okay. You know, it'll happen eventually, but you see people who just sign up on social media, they make one controversial video and everybody's ganging up on them. Everybody's ganging up on them, right? And then you're like, yes or no. It's always a yes or no. It has to be my way or the highway. It has to be. And it's, it's fantastic to watch in, 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 in a horrible way where that's that's what's acceptable social media the you know regular media outlets are all about all these horrible things that are happening and the latest gossip and we're not teaching anybody how to have conversations we're not teaching anybody how to um not put their beliefs on other people or like it, just give themselves credit for the things they do right yeah even if it was a failure an overall failure right it, even if, like, what did you do right? What went right about the thing? Mm -hmm. What what was positive about? What did you learn? Yeah, like what what can you do better next time? Or like what can you not do? You know, like teaching just that is a skill. Again, some people listen may go, yeah, but that's not a skill. It is a skill. It is a skill. So things, and this goes back to like what we talked about in the very beginning. You know things that you don't give yourself credit for knowing that other people could get value from. 
And those, this is the kind, those are the things. They, they don't have to be big things. It doesn't have to be the next new thing. It could be something that was old that's been forgotten, right? It could be something that, that we just have stopped teaching. I mean, besides, I, besides cursive, I don't know why we stopped teaching cursive, but we stopped teaching cursive. But, but you know, there's these things that we can bring back and we can set the priority. And I say we as moms, we as women, we as if you work with kids, if you work with families, we have the opportunity to do that. We have the opportunity to go above what we do. We have the opportunity to take our job and make it mean something more and then have that ripple, like the pulpit of positivity. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let that go and get that done, right? It's all within us. Yep. And, I and then when you do it, you get, you get happy. Yep. We need to build a society where even as parents, right? I want my children not just to learn from me, but be able to uh, be able and open to learn from other people because what I might be teaching them might not be what they need. Right. I, like you were saying about, and, and I, I might come across vulgar, so I apologize, but I don't care if they look people in the eye. Mm-hmm. Cause that for me, that's, you know, there's a lot of people who can't because yeah, it, well, you know, true, right? just, yeah, well, and it's, it's, and, that's a, that's a body you know, self-confidence, yeah. self-defense thing too, right? It's a, I see you, see you, you know, it's, it's like, I'm not no hanging fruit thing. So that is, it is a big thing to me. So that's where it comes from, but I get it. Yeah. See, and that's the it. thing, right? Everybody has a different standard of what's important and what's not important, right? Like I, my husband can't stand it when the kids stick out their tongues right? And I'll walk by random kids in, in the shopping center and I'll be like, mm, as I'm walking by, right? Because it's funny and I don't care. So if my daughters come up to me and they stick out their tongue, I'm like, mm, okay. And I walk away. But it depends on your upbringing, what you were taught and what you believe. And there are so many things that, and who cares? Like there, I'm going to say that again there are so many things that we care about in this world that don't flipping matter. Like who cares if a young child sticks their tongue out of you out of fun? They're trying to have fun. Who cares? It's their tongue. It goes back to the other thing we're not teaching, which is context. Yeah. There's a time and then there's not a time, right? I mean, if someone's giving, if, 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 if an adult is, if their teacher was teaching them in class and they stuck their tongue out of them, not the time. If they're on the playground at recess or they're playing, then it's the time. Context matters. Yep. Intention you know? too, right? Yeah. Context if, and intention matter. If your but, teacher is having a, a hard day and you want to make them laugh, right? Yeah. And you stick your tongue out and you've got the biggest grin on your face, mm-hmm. right? You never know. And it's the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. right? You can diffuse a situation by doing something silly. Yeah. You can, you know what I mean? So it's, and mm-hmm. with everybody going on, like I said, social media, there was a post the other day that I saw of a woman who had an older child, and I mean older child, um, over the age of five, I'm assuming, not, I, I don't know for sure, And they posted it and it was about breastfeeding and they were still breastfeeding their child. And 
the comment section of that post was so so crazy if anybody posted their opinion about maybe that child's too old or oh i've done this you know for for many many years if people don't agree with one they're attacking and then the people that are attacking are getting attacked for attacking and it's like this whole vicious cycle and it's like why can't people just believe what they believe and leave your shit out of it yeah and just so as long as they don't expect to breastfeed from me i'm okay with that like that's you know that's the thing but it also it also kind of goes in the the inverse too it also goes in the inverse because like um same thing with the things that go viral we were talking that we're talking we got a chance to talk to a judge that um is a human trafficking judge and we were talking about what's what that is and how that community is created and we talked about everyone's like when there's something that happens it goes viral and says oh that's horrible that's horrible when they have an opportunity to do something to take an action to equip themselves to handle it they don't right so it's the inverse of that too it's like when it's easy to just say that's horrible that's this that's that when it comes to doing it's a completely different thing you know and so that is where social media can i wonder if um zuckerberg could have even envisioned what was gonna what was gonna become of of his idea when when he started facebook yeah. like i wonder if that was even i wonder how big his vision was for it and and what it's morphed into because it's it's the yin and the yang of everything there's good and there's bad so it's just right you know we got to start looking at it's just it's it just is what you do with it is what makes it good or bad right and just i like that you've been highlighting choice that we get to choose because so many people and this does impact their confidence they feel like they have no choice they feel like um they don't they're once they're on a path they have to stay on that path because of what other people say so i like that that you keep repeating it's a choice we get to choose you know there's a lot of things we can't change i'm not going to get any taller you know i'm still going to burn when i go in the sun that's part of what my body does I can't change anything about that, but I can choose how I change my behaviors about it. And that's where the power becomes like, that's where you do have power and you are not helpless and you are not powerless. Yeah. That's where, that's where it starts. You know that, and, and again, I just want, I want to reiterate, it's the small things, you know, it's the small, the small steps count small changes count, you know, and, and since Melissa and I are on the same journey with, with our weight, like the nutritionist will always tell you, right? Like if you crave chocolate, have a little piece of chocolate. Don't try to eat everything but the chocolate because you're still going to eat the chocolate and you've consumed like three times as many calories as you would have if you would have just had the chocolate, you know, but to do it and then just say, I'm only having, instead of having chocolate, have chocolate. You know, it goes down to like making a better, bad decision, you know, making a better, bad decision in, in the, that goes, I use that philosophy a lot with my eating, you know, instead of having, you know, fast food three times a day, have it one time a day and then go from that to having it, you know, three times a week to two times a week. Same thing with what you're trying to do when you're building your confidence, yeah. you know, make a better, bad decision. 
you know, do, if you're, if you're afraid of everything, then just one time a day, do something that scares you. You know, if you don't like how you look, then one time a day, talk about what you do like, you know, it's all about the small. And every moment is a different choice. Absolutely. You don't have to. And that's what people, I have to change all of these things and I have to be confident in this way and this way. And I'm, I have to, I will be confident when I get to this point. No, you have a choice right now. Every moment you have a choice and every moment is just one moment. You're not going to try to change everything in one moment. Every moment is a different choice. So first thing in the morning, I'm going to choose to wake up instead of pressing my snooze. Every evening, I'm going to work out for half an hour before, instead of watching TV, whatever, it's a moment's choice. And it's not all at the same time every day. You're not gonna eat 24 hours a day. You're gonna eat a snack here breakfast, a snack here lunch, a snack here dinner. Mm -hmm. It's not constant. So you have that moment's choice of, hmm, what do I eat? And then later on, when you eat again, you get another choice. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing with like your time and, and how you spend it or how you, you know, what you're doing with it. Um, it, you know, if it's, if it's your career that you're not confident in, or if it's your appearance or if it's in your communicate, whatever it is, it doesn't matter the area. We all have an area. You just have to make that choice in that moment. And like for me working out, like I had gotten so used to working out like in increments of 30 minutes and 45 minutes that I didn't count working out for 10 minutes. Right? Like, like, because it was only 10 minutes, I didn't count it, but 10 minutes every day, it adds up, yep. you know, better choices over time add up and you, you eat an elephant one bite at a time. And that's just all, it's just that principle that, that is going to plant the seed and water it, plant it and water it and surround yourself with people that are going to help you water it. And the people that are shoot up as weeds, you get to choose how often you get to spend time with them. Yep. You know, you can change how often you spend time with the people like that. You know, my little it's a guy down the street drives a Fiat. And of course, it's loud as hell. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest little ring with the funniest little uh, horn. Uh, Um, Yeah. Yeah. And he just did it. I'm on her show again. Let me go ahead and drive by again. All right. Well, we are about that time. So yeah. is there anything you'd like to add before we go? Well, I just, I just want to recap. I just want to recap. We've, we've covered it all, right? But I just want to recap it. It's just number one, you're already confident somewhere. Find it. Find it and then duplicate it in somewhere else. Two, there are certain things that I don't care who you are that someone's not going to be able to tell you. Like they're going to say you. They're going to say you are this. You say no, I'm not. I am always this. Own that. Own that about yourself. That is your strength. That's your superpower, right? And then go back to where you have been successful in the past, right? Sometimes it's younger versions of ourselves. Go back to where you did that and you were that, and figure out how to tap into that person again, because you're still the same person with more experience and more knowledge, right? And then take action. Mm -hmm. So do that. 
And there's plenty of resources. You've got me, I've got, you've got Melissa. There's plenty of places to find a community to tap into. That is the great thing about the world we live in. It doesn't have to be in your city or town, but if you can tap into that. I've almost convinced everyone to do a book club for that very reason, right? So, but tap into something that you love to do in your town to, to, to fuel that and to feed into that. You're not alone in this journey. You're not alone in creating it. And ask people to help you because we're all human beings. We all have the same struggles. I don't care who they are. They're lying to you if they tell you that they don't because we all have the same struggles. We do. We're imperfect human beings and that's okay, right? So just own that because every one of us is amazing. That we are. All right. I'm, my only comment is remember what makes you feel powerful and remember a time when you were happy. What's the difference between now and then? And if you need help figuring that out, reach out. Um, All right. So if you want to get in touch with either myself or Tracy, feel free to do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. You can also reach out to us um, through justalivetv.com, through our multitude of platforms, uh, just search Just Alive TV and you'll find us across 90% of them. If you would like to like and, like and follow the show, please do so. You can join our newsletter at justalivetv.com. We're always on the hunt for guest speakers, bloggers, and your featured topics. The show is called Giving You Something to Talk About. What do you want to talk about? Let me know. So join us. Um, check out the sponsorship from family martial arts academy go and download that it is defeat self-doubt it is a confidence course on crack so go and check that out download that now again link in the description tracy thank you for joining me today i really appreciate it having me melissa i'm so glad i've been looking forward to this for so long i'm glad we finally got to do it yay you too all right just a family i'm melissa kretschler i'm your host I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when or where you are watching or listening. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.